Hello everyone, it's WDW Happy Hour here. I am Catherine. I'm joined round the table by Rob. Greetings. Holly. Hello. Scott. Good morning. And Matt. Hello. I really did a zigzag across the table there. I like it. Um, it's episode number 80. We've got a great topic today and we've got lots of news. So we're going to dive right in with our Topping It Off segment where we pick a Disney drink. And Scott, you're up this week. What you got? Okay. Uh, I'm taking us to the Scat Cats Club at Port Orleans French Quarter. Um, for a have you ever been there before? Yeah, it's really easy to get there. You just take two steps forward and then two steps back. Uh, All right. <laughs> Were you asking if I'd ever been there before? Because no, yes. I meant topping it off. Has oh, I don't think so. No. Yeah. Mm -mm. The closest thing we did was yeah. the alcoholic beignets, yeah, yeah. Okay. but. That's true. They that is something that they have there, but they do actually have a couple of signature drinks at the Scat Cats Club, uh, and the one that I had was called the Southern Hurricane, which is Myers Original Dark Rum, Don Q Cristal Rum, Tropical Juices, and a float of Southern Comfort. That sounds quite good. That yeah, it was delicious, uh, it was actually. delicious. It was huge too. Um, I don't actually have the price on it. I'm gonna guess it was probably in the teens, but yeah. um, no, it was really good. It was uh, very fruity. So if was you, it strong? It was strong, yeah. I, I mean, guess. a lot of rum in there. Yeah. A lot of rum and then the Southern so good, Comfort yeah. float. So it was pretty mm. heavily, yeah, well, I'm very strong. What is, is Southern Comfort... Uh, is it like a bourbon? Bur it's like a bourbon. Yeah. yeah, okay. I think it's a flavored bourbon. Is it yeah. spite? Yeah, okay. It's so good. It's I sweet. Love, it is good. Comfort. If you put it in Coke, it tastes like a cherry Coke. I know, that's all I really know. I've Comfort had like too. SoCo yes. Amaretto limes before, but like, I, it's not a... Have you really, it. or are you just quoting a song title? No, I've, I've had those. Just, I've, had those <laughs> I've had those because of the song. Oh, you're oh, fancy, this. huh? Okay. Oh, well, good one, Scott. All right. Yeah, that sounds good, mm -hmm. actually. I mean, sorry, actually. I don't mean like you're no, capable no, I of it. I mean, like, that's not really my cup of tea. You actually picked something that's not terrible. That sounded about it. That sounded kind of sketchy. All right, so Rob, what do we have as far as news goes? Okay, lots, lots to go through here. Wow. So, um, Disney gave some details on the nighttime show revivals or changes. So, at Hollywood Studios, starting May 1st, they're going to have the new laser light and projection show, Wonderful World of Animation. So, this is to celebrate the 30th anniversary of the park. It will be 12 minutes, and it will have, it will feature nodes to every single animated Disney and Pixar movie. Do you mean nods? Nods. Yes. I, <laughs> it took me 20 minutes to figure that out in my head. No. That's alright. I was like, no, it's not. Nodes. <laughs> yeah, totally. Oh, uh, at first I was thinking notes, and then no, I was nods. Then I was thinking, no, the IT person in me was thinking nodes, and <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, that, it's all Tron. This is gonna be great. It's actually, that's, I, that's, I'm taking a data mining class and we talk a lot about that <laughs> no <laughs> kids got data mining on the yeah, brain no, that's what i was doing before i came here so i think that's why i screwed it up um but you yeah screwed it's gonna, it up it's gonna so how many movies is that do you know like in the ballpark animated every single animated disney and pixar movie spanning from snow white to ralph breaks the internet Holy I mean, that's at least near, thirty. It's nearly seventy. <laughs> or, I mean, it's probably closer to ninety with because Pixar. Pixar's close to twenty. Pixar's close to twenty, and there are sixty-ish. Yeah, I think it's. Yeah. More I was gonna look it up, and then I. It's it's probably pushing a hundred. Although yeah. you could have like Ralph and be like, and that's two. 
And like, you know, like you have... Oh, I'm sure these are just going to be like... Like one Wait a second. Yeah. Mm. But it's still pretty neat. And this isn't replacing anything. So they're still doing um, the Star Wars Spectacular and Disney Movie Magic. So they said... they're going to do it chronologically? I don't know. They said they're doing a whole new soundtrack for it. So I... I think it's really cool. I'm into that. I'm yeah. a big fan of Hollywood Studios at night. I know. I know it's all forgotten because it's like, you know, Epcot's so good at night, and so is Animal Kingdom, and Magic Kingdom is also like ideal. But I really like Hollywood Studios at night. If you can get a beer, man, you're golden. <laughs> yeah. That's a if big deal. Sounds you could, like you're just like getting a beer. If you could like put baseline like up in the front, like in front of the Chinese theater, and like he could sit there and <laughs> to drink be beers, fair, and it's not that shows. far to no, grab it's a not. Beer but I'm go. just saying it's it's to view. Yeah, like you're, oh, yeah, you're yeah, away yeah. from everything. I'm saying like it's not far to like grab a beer and then you're walk right. uh-huh. to the front of the ground. Totally you know what they should do? They should take out that dumb dinosaur and put in some kind of a bar there. Gertie, Gertie don't you no. dare! No. What's no. the point of it? It's an ice cream stand. I don't yeah. care. Gertie is a staple. <laughs> well, I have to have, agree with Matt on that one. They have the, the... When is the last time you got ice cream there? And never. I don't really I've never, ever get ice never cream gotten ice cream much. there. All right. Point I made. just... The only reason that I feel allegiance to it is the 1990 Easter Parade. And uh, <laughs> there's a segment, and we've definitely talked about this, where Howie Mandel walks through Disney MGM Studios and has a hilarious quip where he goes... Oh my god, no one panic. There's a dinosaur in the pool. And it goes like, worm, 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 worm. It was like super in the 90s. And I think about it every time I see Gertie. Think about uh, pre bald. Uh, Scott, now, if you want to diss that area of the park, I'm going to put you on the spot with a trivia piece. Boom, 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 boom. Okay, so what is that area of the park known as? I have no idea. Do you? Does yeah, anyone? Yeah, I, I know it. Do you know? I knew it at one point, but. It's. Echo, Echo Lake. Echo Lake. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's based off like that area of Los Angeles. Is that where they like, had, the tar pits are? It's where like the little Brea, Brea tar, tar pits. pits yeah. And they had like the remains of the dinosaurs there. So that's why Gertie's there. And it's the type of uh, architecture is called California Crazy, where everything is like shaped like what it is. So like the boat <laughs> Is like a place where you would get seafood, mm. and like everything's like shaped like like the dinosaurs and peewees. A place where you would yeah. eat dinosaurs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's but that's all part of the theming of the land. I do not want to get rid of Curdy. Mm-hmm. Plus, we have the Brown Derby right there. You can drink, and you could watch it from there. And you could see Gertie. I would. <laughs> I would love a nice bar there. And you have a dinosaur. You bar. have the freaking fifties primetime. Uh, what's that called? The Tune In Lounge yes. is right there yeah. too. I've never been there. It's, it's always, always super so busy. busy. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so we'll move on to Animal Kingdom. So they're doing an Awakenings Lion King um, projection show on the Tree of Life. That's just, I guess, it's something new to celebrate the twenty-five years of Lion King, and probably the, to promote the, the new, new movie. Yeah, exactly. Anyone watch the trailer? Mm-hmm. I did not yet. Not that one. Me neither. I, I did. I mean, Holly? Oh, Holly, Rob, how was it? It was fine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, like... A stunning endorsement. No, it, it's just, you know... Disney's, I think we... Yeah. Disney's gonna get to the point where, like, they've had success with some of these remakes, and then some of them aren't gonna make the money. You know, they're gonna overdo them, and they'll stop. So, 
I think this one's going to be their most successful. Yeah, yes. I think this one's going to be better than I Aladdin, should, for sure. But, I mean, Dumbo didn't... Ugh. It made money, but, like, it didn't do it nearly as well as they thought it was going to. Well, so. didn't Tim Burton... Wasn't yeah. he? Yeah, he did. He did Dumbo. Yeah. Go on, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to derail you, but I do want to put a pin in something because I am dying to talk about Will Smith and Aladdin. I can't <laughs> believe we haven't talked about this on the podcast. So we'll talk about that in some capacity later. Let's go. Keep oh, on going boy. with the news. Oh, okay. And then uh, we got some details on Epcot Forever, which is replacing Illuminations, Reflections of Earth. The last day for Reflections of Earth is September 30th, and then this will debut October 1st. So this will celebrate the 37-year history of Epcot with fireworks, lasers, and lighting effects, and a soundtrack of classic Epcot songs. So no downtime. No downtime. That's Um, very interesting. The big thing is they're going to have special effects-enabled kites capable of airborne choreography. And they're going to be controlled via two-man teams riding personal watercraft like jet skis. Wow. (laughs) I feel like that's a recipe for a disaster. I do too. I can't wait. Jet skis and, you know, fireworks. Yeah, it's fine. (laughs) West Virginia's been doing that for years. (laughs) Um, The new Illumination show, as they're saying in quote, is going to debut 2020. That'll feature uh, massive floating set pieces, LED panels, choreographed fountain displays. All right. So, more details to follow on that, but it, it looks like illumination. light. Yeah, with the, I know with, with the, the kites and like the, the sails. With the yeah. no, no, I'm saying the, um, the water screens. Yeah, the water screens. But they have enough. They at least now we don't do have pyro. animals, so they can do a lot of other things. They're not as restricted. Fireworks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that makes a huge difference. I know. It's so eerily quiet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because there's no clapping either. It, didn't they get rid of like the um, the live actors and stuff on the bus, really? like the shaman and yeah, whatnot? Yeah. I think they did. Like, I don't they know if that I only saw it once, and I was like, I'm never <laughs> doing this ever again. This is so bad. <sighs> All right, so we'll go to Disney Plus service. Um, we got a lot of details on this just the other day. So Disney Plus is the streaming service being launched by Disney. Launch date is November 12th in the United States. So this is going to feature robust content from Disney, Pixar, Star Wars, Marvel, and National Geographic. It will also feature the entire Simpsons catalog. Yeah, that's catalog. Get to the cut to the chase. What's the price? The price is $5.99 a month, ad-free. And it says you could you could combine it with uh, Hulu uh, membership and ESPN Plus membership. What, like for a discount? or Yeah, they, they have a picture of Hulu. Like, Hulu no ads. Is that eleven ninety nine now? I don't, I don't know. know. Tell me, Something Scott. like that, yeah. I, don't know. I get it through Scott. I don't know how much I, I pay, pay for these things. Attention. <laughs> um, priceless so, is what it is. It is priceless. But it says you're going to be able to combine them. So I'm assuming there'll be some sort of Maybe discount. get like a dollar off if you bundle them or something. Um, and yeah, like the Disney Plus service, you could pay an annual price of six, uh, $69.99, which breaks out to five eighty three a month. as opposed, So you save a little over a dollar. I so, like that. I saw so many people posting and like so many memes online of like based after they revealed the price of being like, this is a game changer. Netflix is going to die. Like, this no. is like, 
I saw so many things. The and suspicious part of me says this is an introductory price, and they will jack it up yeah, after they get I people. Totally Completely. Agree. Yeah. I. I mean, and that's that's something that we talked about at first because when they said like it'll be, sig- they said something vague when it was first announced. It'll be significantly less than the existing streaming service or something like that. And then we, you had said the same thing that like yeah, to start it'll be significantly <laughs> less until. They get a bunch of people in at that introductory price, and they get their hooks in them. Yeah. Well, I mean, Netflix has been doing that. Yeah, I mean, right. it's going up again, right? Yeah. I bet that the price has doubled in five years. That's. I think that's an easy. I think, I think that's. I would take that bet. Um, the one thing that um, is interesting here, and, and I think it's something that, at least for me, and and among other circles, that kind of got lost in the shuffle of the 21st Century Fox deal is the impact that it would have on Disney Plus. Because I didn't even think about how much of a game changer that is. Like, oh, now they have The Simpsons. Oh, they're going to have every episode of The Simpsons ever. In, like, they're going to have all of the Fox shows now. Like, yep. that's crazy. Like, that's that means... You can watch 24 for, like, six straight days. Yeah. Did you, six straight 24s. <laughs> did you did you guys see the uh, the picture they did with the, the Simpsons? Simpsons? Yeah, with, that was like, really Bob good. Iger and Dumbo yeah. and stuff. No, yeah, uh, it was, it was really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Welcome, to Synergy. Yeah. <laughs> um, Wonder if that'll change I, the Simpsons ride at all. <laughs> I like the fact oh. that all of the content will be downloadable. So, oh, well, every said, single one, all from said, the jump. Yeah, that's what it says. Yeah, you can download as long as you're a subscriber, accessible on mobile devices, tablets, and smart TVs. So I love that. that's great for travel. That's like my favorite thing about Netflix. Well, isn't the stuff that's in the Disney Vault becoming like that's that's what they're in it? Yeah, they're saying Vault stuff. They're saying as soon as the cinematic run is finished, it's going to be available on on the service. Like first, I'm so. really curious to see the thing that is the big hindrance for me is is the gatekeeping for mature content like because there's a lot of stuff especially on fox and they with fox they got fx correct yes so i mean if you just think about that there's a lot of stuff that's more adult oriented and does that mean that that stuff's not going to make it to disney plus they've been kind of vague about about that um that i don't know I know it said where I'm trying to find the portion. This this is a rather lengthy like with screenshots and stuff, so it's it's hard for me to. The, you're going to be able to have like um, there's parental controls can be set and guided depending on age, right? And so you can have like it's just like Netflix, right? I mean, yeah, like, yeah, but I'm just I'm just wondering if across all like if you're if you're at the you know if you're allowing all content, I wonder if there's stuff that's still going to be. It's not going to be Disney friendly, so they're not going to include it. That's the stuff I that would I doubt From it. what I heard was, like the FX stuff and the the Searchlight, like brand the yeah the distribute. What is yeah. that? Uh, yeah, the brand. That's, um, that's right. They're keeping those, so it's not going to fold under Disney per se. So it'll be like still be like Fox Searchlight. Right, but what I'm saying is, are they going to bring the that stuff to the streaming service? That's that's what I'm most. The only indication of Fox material is The Simpsons, because it, it's clearly just like Disney proper, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, Nat Geo, and mm-hmm. then The Simpsons. So, yeah, The Simpsons is a huge get. Yeah, that is a huge get. Yeah, because that's something that I would that I would binge. 
Oh God, it'll take you forever. Yeah, see you in ten years. Bye. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I'm not begrudging you that. It's You'll just come out looking like Julian Assange. Yeah. <laughs> what year is it? <laughs> I had a topical. Of, I had a bunch it's of topical right now. I could make about that. <laughs> They said he wasn't cleaning up after his cat. I know. I felt bad for his cat. I did too. Oh, is that what he said? He said he let himself go because his cat died? No, he wasn't cleaning up. He wasn't taking care of his cat. You hate him now? (laughs) Wait, why wasn't he taking care of his cat? (laughs) The cat was like pooping in the embassy. And then like he was wiping it on the walls, as I understand it, of the Ecuadorian... Man, oh, that guess. was one of the things that, yeah. that was the struggle. Yeah, yeah. They basically was like, like, nah, we're like yeah. That was why Ecuador was like, all right, we're done here. <laughs> oh, what a gross idiot. Wait, <laughs> <Yes. laughs> so, that was a, That was a little that, off topic. That there. was an aside. An Assange aside. <laughs> yeah. Go on. Assange. Okay. Um, Next one's Will Smith is the genie. Well, speaking of <laughs> France, don't, I don't... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't well, know. actually, can we talk about the Will Smith genie real oh. quick? Sure. Since we're talking about the streaming service and a program that will likely be available at one point on the streaming service. Go ahead, Matt. Tell us about Will Smith as a genie and your thoughts. Um, I, I was thinking about this yesterday and how we haven't really talked about it. Um, for those who have seen the trailer for Aladdin, it, it looks bad. And what really looks bad, and one of the worst things I've ever seen, is this CG Will Smith as the genie. And obviously the genie, as portrayed by Robin Williams in the original animated feature, one of the most beloved, iconic Disney characters. Funny, heartwarming, he's great. The thing that I started thinking about is the implications of CG. So you know how in Aladdin, the animated feature, like... Genie is a bit of a shapeshifter. Like, at one point, I'm fairly certain he turns into Jack Nicholson and does, like, a Jack Nicholson impression. He turns into, like, a boat. He turns into, like, an elephant. But, like, the face is still kind of the genie. Mm-hmm. Do you think that they're going to do that with Will Smith? Like, no. it's going to be, like, a freaking elephant with, like, Will Smith's distorted CG no. face on it? I don't. That's, like, the last thing I want. Actually... At, in this, at this point, actually, it's the the thing that I want the most because I want it to be just so bonkers. I think it's going to be pretty dark and like gritty, is my understanding. Oh come on! Yeah, like it's I, like the DC of Disney, you know. These are all like the DC of Disney, for God's sakes! All these remakes. I want to know what you guys think about oh, that, about, that about Will Smith as about Will Smith as the genie. I think they picked a poor place to draw their line on it. Like he should have been blue. Period. He, he, he should shouldn't or should have. Should not have. Well, the whole thing was everybody freaked out because they saw the promo photo. He wasn't blue. And then they made him blue, and then everybody freaked out again. Yeah. It was like, decide what, what you want to freak out about. Yeah, you can't I, please everyone. I, I guess that's true. But, I, well, I guess that's part of the problem with doing Aladdin, is that if it's not Robin Williams and it's not a cartoon, I think they should have done it like Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh, like part animated, part oh. live action? Yeah. I mean, if you're really going to think outside the box with these sort of things, that was one of the more successful movies of all time for Disney. <laughs> You're right. And it's, like, I don't think of Will... Like, I when I think of Robin Williams, I think of the voice and everything. Like, Will Smith, I mean, I guess I would recognize his voice, but, like... Robin I Williams is, is a... I mean, his voice is so great. He's... I mean, people kind of overlook his work as a voice actor because he's so good with voices. And it's one of those things where he's so expressive 
with just his voice. And Will Smith is Will Smith. There was a point in time <laughs> as a 90s kid where Will Smith was everything. He was everything. He was <laughs> in West Philadelphia. He is, even after that, I'm talking like Independence Day, Men in yeah. Black, like Wild Wild West, whatever. Like, the guy was on top of the world. He is not the same Will Smith anymore. <laughs> that's, the Will, that's the genie that we're <laughs> getting. We're getting a post-Men in Black Will Smith. Yeah. Oh my god, how sad is it that Robin Williams is dead, though? <laughs> She's just over it. there looking at oh, sad, oh, sad so Robin sad. Williams. Memes. It's so sad. <laughs> yeah, but that's all I wanted to say. I wanted to see if he was gonna, t- if you guys thought he was gonna turn into some like anthropomorphic. I wouldn't put with it a past stretched out Will Smith face. I don't. I don't know what to expect. To be honest, I haven't given it much thought. Like, sorry, I have <laughs> <laughs> too Obviously. much. Well, that's my that's my Will Smith genie segment of the show. All right. can go Elephant on. Will Smith can't hurt you. Elephant Will Smith isn't real. <laughs> <laughs> and then you watch the movie. Okay. Yeah. Well, but all right. We're thinking next about topic. It and we're talking next about it. Next topic. Okay. Um, so last episode we talked about uh, Misner's Lounge at the Grand Floridian going away and it possibly being re- um, replaced with a Beauty and the Beast inspired lounge well that was confirmed by disney so it's going to have a signature bar it's going to have a library a garden room and an outdoor patio oh yeah i like that yeah yeah. we'll invoke the romance of beast garden terrace there's no today like or when it was misner's there was no outdoor seating right no it was very Mm -hmm. small it's only that little crevice of yeah like i mean it's small this this to me seems like they have to expand it like well, it it's going to go into the, the, the commanders, yes. commander yeah. porters. Yeah. The, the um, um, what is it that I'm talking about? Art the, rendering? Yeah, the, the art rendering um, doesn't look overly Beauty and the Beast. It just looks regal. I know, that's what mm-hmm. I, ha- that is like ideal. The, the color it is very reminiscent of Ale and Compass. Yes, I agree. Yep, the teal. Yes. yes. Well, I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah. and I like Alan Compass. That's what I kind of had in my mind. Yeah. Like for the, like artist the, best, rendering? the yeah. best case scenario yeah. is that the worst case scenario is Scott Very said subtle, very like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, worst thing. case was Enchanted Tales with Belle. <laughs> like the wardrobe room. Yep, that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> oh, God. And a talking wardrobe. <laughs> the worst case is a CG Lumiere turning into <laughs> an elephant. <laughs> and they have to hold a horse uh, puppet or whatever. Oh, God. Oh. Gallop, Philippe. Gallop. <laughs> well, we have confirmation on that. Good. No, no, looks good. Yeah, no dates um, as of right now. And Misner's Lounge is currently on the first floor, and they moved the band down there yes. as well. They have okay. a platform. At least they can yeah. put it somewhere. Um, next one. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, um, permanent future world festival center coming, <laughs> and beer garden. Yeah. Coming to for this is for Epcot's Project Gamma. So we talked we talked it a little bit about some of these that they're demolishing innovations west, which includes Club Cool, the Epcot Character Spot, the Art of Disney Store. I didn't realize it was going to come that far forward because Art of Disney's pretty. I mean that's basically that's even right next to yeah. yeah. So it's all of that's going, and then on the other side, the only thing that's remaining is. Electric umbrella <laughs> and mouse gear. Well, thank God. And they're going to have a new path to the left of electric umbrella to get to Guardians. Hmm. So that'll be a whole, like, I guess, guest services 
I wonder if guest service services will stay there, but like somewhere I guess right there. Yeah. Um, yeah, that makes sense. And then they're saying that there's going to be a permanent beer garden. I love it. it yeah, I love like that. basically where the Fountain of Nations is. Huh. Okay. Yeah. I wish I could have seen Rob's face when he first read that oh, because I, so I imagine excited. it was just pure joy. Yes. Yeah. Take the stupid <laughs> fountain now. You got. It. You already got one. Yeah. You don't need another fountain. Come on. Wait. What is the Fountain of Nations? Is that the main fountain? That's next to... I, I believe that's next to um, Starbucks. Oh. No, it's the other fountain. Wait. What fountain? What f- yeah, that one. I was thinking it was the one behind that, like, next to Imagination. So, like, the main fountain. What's the Fountain of Nations? There's two fountains. The Fountain of Nations is the one in between Mouse Gear and Starbucks. Oh, so it's that is the, the main, main fountain. fountain. Yeah. So well, he's saying that. I was saying the journey imagination. No, that's, definitely not that. No, not but, that fountain. But really near that, like so that's like in the middle of Epcot. Right, it would that be like a seems, circular bar. That just seems so like out there. Yeah, like that's a huge picture. And what do you think of beer? Like, what do you think beer garden when you hear beer? Like, I'm. I'm picturing in this specific scenario. I am picturing what they usually do for like. Coastal eats and earth eats, where there's like some yes. like like garden aspect, but then structurally the Uva Bar in Disney. I yeah. was gonna say I was thinking the Uva Bar. Yeah, like in the middle, like doing a yeah, a circular so it's not bar. closed. No, and like there's no no. Oh no, no, no. I'm yeah, open air. I but but like coastal eats, they have those like trellises yeah. maybe above, like maybe okay. just like high tops. And if you take that out, that's a big area. Especially if so, they're getting right rid of now, the fountain. What's that? They're getting rid of the fountain. That's like a stage too, yeah. and that's iconic. That's, yeah, that's where they had that uh, concert that one time that we were getting oh, down gosh. to. Many a yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Many a childhood picture uh, of people. Not mine. I didn't go there when I was a kid. <laughs> so I I could read to you what they are saying if you yeah so replacing pin central i don't know what oh i know where that oh, is okay. that's that's right neck across oh, the street from the yeah. electric umbrella okay. we always like cut through that oh, so shucks. it says replacing pin central in the fountain of nations will be an epcot garden area accompanied by a permanent beer garden speaking of permanent a new custom-built structure will be home to the epcot festival center a place for various events that are part of the now four annual events hosted at the park with the popularity of the festivals, a dedicated bridge over this side of Future World will extend from near Spaceship Earth to the main entrance of this new festival center. I think that's smart. I think it oh. makes sense. Okay. Uh, it's going to look so different. Yeah, it's going to look great. And it, yeah, there'll be a new standalone structure for Starbucks and various character meet and greets. Are we thinking that's the Odyssey or no? No, the, I think the Odyssey is that's the te- that's going to be a temporary Starbucks. Is okay. What? they're indicating and yeah. I, that'll probably go back to what they use it for you know what for i hear festival. when i hear all this though is i'm gonna want to stay at places over near crescent lake for like the next two years yeah and come oh, more through. than that i mean they're making epcot <laughs> the real place to be screw you disney springs <laughs> <laughs> place to be yeah. But I'm just thinking of like getting into epcot oh yeah it's gonna this, be a pain yes unless you go through the international gateway and that's gonna be even I can't imagine that they haven't worked on expanding that with yeah. the gondolas. 
Oh yeah, they're not gonna be able to do two uh, two bag check things with all of the people coming in, right? With all of Pop Century rolling up. But it, it, that they they could do that in a couple of weeks though. Oh Expand yeah, that. Expand so, that. So I, I mean, take they, out World Traveler. That's, that's, <laughs> that's where I want. That's where I want to live. Yeah, me too. That's a good spot. <laughs> in the place above World Traveler, or yeah, in that's World Traveler. I said, I said if I could live on property oh, somewhere, okay. it would be above there. <laughs> that's a pretty good spot. Thank you. Um, that's it. I know it was a lot of news, I think, but yeah, there's some other things Exciting to talk stuff. about maybe in uh, uh, last call. Okay. Um, so, so Rob, do you kind of want to explain what our main topic is? I'm really week? excited about this. No, Rob, okay. um, Rob concocted a, a really cool exercise for us and I'm, I'm pumped. All right. Go ahead, Rob. So th- th- there's this whole like progressive dinners or I don't know, I guess it's they're woke. Lit, lit AF. What? Okay, I'm gonna have now. Here's here's a fun one. I'm gonna don't say that ever again. It's it's progressive, but yeah, it's not what woke means. Keep going. Oh, I know. So, um, so the idea is, you have seventy five dollars. You have to pick a drink, appetizer, entree, and dessert, and you have to stay within. A centrally located area of Walt Disney World. Yeah, and by that I you mean. You can't do your drink in Magic Kingdom, your appetizer in yes. Epcot. Epcot. Yes. You gotta stay. So within, within a, either a park or a resort area, I gave, you know, the monorail resorts as an option Disney Springs, Crescent Lake. Yeah. Within, pretty within much all reason. The parks. Like that, yeah. someplace it would be reasonable to travel. Yeah. So does anybody want to start? Maybe want to like go, go in, in clockwise, clockwise order? Sure. Oh, you want to start us up? Oh, boy. Okay. Well, why don't you just do your drink first and then... Okay. Well, I thought we were going to do everything. Oh, you want to do everything? Mine is more of a masterpiece together, Rob. Yeah, I so. think you should do your whole thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to take us over into Animal Kingdom. Ooh, okay. that's... Ooh. So my drink choice is... To get a Jen's tattoo, which is twelve dollars. And where is that located? I was gonna say the Nomad. Lounge. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting there. That's All pretty right. good. Um, and then for an appetizer, I'm just gonna go over to Flame Tree Barbecue and get the pulled pork and cheese. Ooh, what is that? French fries. On um, French fries. Oh, okay. oh French fries. That sorry. So. Good. And that is. Um, six dollars and ninety nine cents. Oh, that's a good deal. You you that have a quite deal. a bit of room for a good entree in there now. <laughs> um, then for dinner, um, I really like the yak and yeti. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm gonna go with the coconut shrimp. That's what I had, and it was delicious. It's coconut crusted shrimp, jasmine rice, stir fried vegetables, served with a plum barbecue sauce, and that mm. is twenty two dollars and ninety nine cents. Wow. Are you adding it up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I, I figured for dessert, go over the two Tamu Tamu um, refreshments and get a pineapple Dole Whip cup with either dark rum or coconut rum. You can have dessert. Two drinks. <laughs> you got two drinks in there. I like what that. Is. And that is eight dollars and fifty cents. Wow, that's not a bad price. That yeah, is. You're, you're well under the. Oh limit. yeah. Fifty dollars yeah, and. $50.50 before tax. That's Go great. buy yourself a pair of Mickey ears. Yeah, with the extra. With the excess. Yeah. Or you could go get another Jen's tattoo yeah, yeah. or a Kung-ish. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Mm. That's a really good one. That's a 
That's a hard part. I gave that some consideration. I did too, yeah. Okay. I went with a challenge. Yeah, that is. That's very good. All right. So this is the Catherine Ultra Feast. And we're doing the grand circle tour of the Grand Floridian. So we're doing only the Grand Floridian. No monorail loop here. Mine only staying in the Wow, I would never... I don't think I could come up with... Maybe if I looked at the... Like, I don't think I've had enough drinks and food there to like okay. be like well, Rob, I'm, will just, you, will I'm interested you follow to hear me. this yeah okay okay so I really wanted to um experience each of the places where you can eat at the Grand Floridian which is interesting because there are two either uh price fix menu options or buffet options so I had to take 1900 Park Fair and Victorian Hours out of the the, the equation here so I was working with four other eating establishments. And no Misner's Lounge either. So, all right. So our first stop is the Lounge at Citrico's. And I'm a big fan of both wine and beer. And an even bigger fan of the brewery Unibrew. And they have a beer there served at Citrico's that's called Trois Pistoles. It's 9% alcohol volume, and it's a dark Belgian beer. And it comes in at $9.75. And just to give you some background, Scott, this one's for you. Mm -hmm. Drawing on Quebec folklore, Unibrew chose the name Trois Pistoles to honor the city's historic importance and to pay homage to the legend of the Black Horse. Conjured up by a priest to help build a new church, this incarnation of the devil ran off when its bridle was removed. Because construction was still underway when the horse vanished, a stone remains missing from the church to this day. And there's also a devil horse running around. I know. I Yeah, the devil horse. I've never I've <laughs> never seen their devil horses. I've never seen this Unibrew on any other menu at Walt Disney World. So I feel like I would have to get it. I like pretty much every other beer I've ever gotten from them. So If you love beer and Satan <laughs> <laughs> This beer's for you. Okay. Um so and most of the other choices that they had there were a little too sweet for dinner, so I, I picked a beer. And then after Citrico's, we're going to go to the way, way back of the Grand to Narcoosie's on the water to start with our appetizer. And I, for this, chose the main lobster bisque. It comes mm. in at a pricey $16, but it's well worth it to get a taste of how delicious the butter poaching of their lobster is. So you get the taste of the butter post- poached lobster, but at a pretty reasonable price at $16. It's a good one. Thank you. Next, we'll go to the Grand Floridian Cafe. Um, And our entree is going to be a sirloin steak with scallops. And this comes in at a very reasonable $32, which I was talking to Scott when we were doing this yesterday, and I was like, I desperately want a steak. Like, (laughs) that's all I want is to have, like, a good steak as, like, the anchor of this meal. And this is, like, an excellent... I scoured all over property for a reasonable steak, and it's a sirloin. It's It's not the Grand... Or it's not the La Cellier Filet, but it comes with... Uh, steak scallops and cheesy potato gratin, mm. <laughs> asparagus, and scampy butter sauce with roasted tomatoes. So I'm picturing the same semi-roasted tomatoes that you get on the risotto at La Cellier. That's just me. That's in your mind. Uh. We had eaten there. Mm-hmm. Grand, uh, Grand 
Floridian Flirt- Cafe. And I, I think the reputation is not the most positive. No, it's definitely I, not. And I had shrimp and grits there, and it was fantastic. I don't remember what you had, but... I don't remember. Uh, it was... I thought it was pretty good. There was also a delicious-looking appetizer. It was, like, fried mozzarella with, like, a tomato jam. And, like, I was reading reviews of it because I really did want it to be something I would personally order. Um, and they, like, it was very mixed reviews, but they were, like, big, like, chunks of, of mozzarella. Like, it looked amazing. So I was like, hmm, I kind of want to go there. And then for dessert... We'll go to one of my favorite places. It's just the Gasparilla Island Grill <laughs> to finish with a gorgeous spring cupcake. This cupcake is blooming with hyacinths, tulips, and pink rose buttercream flowers and is orange and champagne flavored. And it's only $5.99. So you're about $10 under budget and you're not going to be in a food coma after you have this. So... Um, I think my total is what, Matt? $63.74. That's correct. All right. That's not bad. No, right? Not at all. It sounded good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, for my area, um, again, I think that a lot of us just assumed that someone was going to take Disney Springs because, like, <laughs> that is, I think, the most the low, low hanging fruit. And, I mean, with, I mean, and it's, well deserved because there's so much uh there's so much there i went again with a challenge uh and i went with predominantly the swan and dolphin area Hmm. so um i did mine a little bit different in which i gave a couple options for each of them um around the same price point so um i'll start off with the drink and this is over at the swan hotel at kimonos one of our favorite spots and I have two drinks here. The one which we've talked about at length on the past on the podcast, and that's the raspberry and sake sangria, mm-hmm. and that has sake, uh, lychee, uh, raspberry puree, king's ginger liqueur, Hennessy, uh, pomegranate, and orange juice. It is delicious. Like it is just such a good drink to start your evening. Um, if that isn't something that you like, you're not big on sake, I also gave another um, another option of their signature drink, which is also $13, and that's the Kimono's Dragon. And that's Bacardi Dragonberry Rum, Passion Tea Syrup, Fresh Strawberries, and Sparkling Wine. So I think they're both light fares. Like, there's not something that's going to, you know, that's going to sit in the pit of your stomach, but a good pre-dinner uh drink well the sake sangria comes in a nice little it's a big size yeah, yeah it's a pitcher, pitcher. yeah it's not super heavy no no, no it's it, not no it is you could drink a few of them okay <laughs> and for the appetizer staying at the swan we're going to go over to um the italian restaurant il molino where there are two appetizers that were i i love the sound of both of these and they were both reasonably priced the first is the uh, arancini di carne De carne, sorry, and that's $10, and that's uh, for uh, those who haven't had arancini. They're Italian rice balls, and these are stuffed with house-made bolognese over a spicy marinara sauce. The picture, it looks mwah, it looks awesome. <laughs> um, the other option, a little bit more expensive, at $13 is the polpette al forno, and that's Italian meatballs with tomato basil sauce and Parmesan cheese. Mm, that sounds good. Both of those sound incredible. So then for an entree... You'll be walking across the uh, the little walking, promenade. Yeah, promenade there over to the dolphin. Make a little right there, and you'll walk right into Todd English's Blue Zoo. 
Now, Tadamushu's Blue Zoo really does, their entrees are generally seafood, which I thought might... You can't pick four entrees, dude. I know, I'm, I'm, I'm taking some <laughs> out. But um, the, uh, the one that I... So you can get the fish, which is they have a nightly uh, choice of fish, which is, it's just called Blue Zoo Simply Fish. That's at a $36, and that basically you can serve, it's served with your selection of sauces, so you can really customize that. If you're not into fish, you can get, and it's for um, it's for less money, it's a $30 entree, the Lobster Primavera, which is a main lobster with cherry tomato, organic vegetables, and shaved Parmesan. If seafood entirely is not your bag, they do have an herb-roasted brick chicken. Um, I wouldn't order it. I would definitely get the Lobster Primavera or the uh, Blue Zoo Simply Fish. But um, the chicken is an option for non-seafood people, and that's $29. Now, I'm cheating a bit because I'm not staying at Swan and Dolphin, but it is certainly within walking distance. Um, I'm going to go to... There is an an ice cream place at the Swan and Dolphin called The Fountain, but I have no idea why you would get ice cream there when the best ice cream possibly on property is walking distance away at the boardwalk at Ample Hills. So you've had your dessert. I mean, I'm sorry. You've had your entree. You've had your appetizers. You're a little full. You need to digest. It's a short walk down to the boardwalk. You can take in the sights. And the nice thing about Ample Hills is that you can get whatever you want there. And I think the most expensive thing on the menu, which would still be well under budget, is the Sunday, which is $10. Everything else is under that. You can get uh, milkshake. You can get waffle cones, cups, and they have a litany of ice cream flavors from Nana D's oatmeal what would you lace. Get? Tell me what you're getting. I am going to get a. Um, I love their. Oh, where is it? The sweet. Oh no 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 no. Where is it? They have one that's incredible. Oh, the Sally sells seashells ice cream. It's fresh and fluffy orange marshmallow marshmallow ice cream with house made salty chocolate seashells. It is banging. <laughs> I also really like Nana D's Oatmeal Lace, which is dark brown sugar cinnamon ice cream with house-made oatmeal lace cookies. I'd probably get that in a small cup. Very good. <laughs> with a side of lactate. Oh, yeah. A lot of lactate. <laughs> How much that lactate cost? That put you over? <laughs> oh, no. no. <laughs> what was your final cost there, bud? Well, it's... I mean, I will tell you at, at maximum what it is. So, um, $13 plus... $13 plus um, 36 if you get the fish and then if you get a um, if you get the $10 Sunday you're at $72 okay. at, at absolute maximum okay. but as low as you know in the mid mid 60s okay Scott where where are we traveling with All you? Right. well I had done a couple here just in case uh, I had mine overlapping and Actually, Holly's was pretty close to the one that I had for Animal Kingdom. So I'm going to go with the one that I have here for uh, Epcot, where you start off at La Cava del Tequila, Mm -hmm. and you get yourself a wild passion fruit, which normally, you know, if I'm there, I like the the coffee mezcal, but if I'm going for a whole dinner, you know, I thought I'd rather have something fruity first rather than the the coffee, uh, which is $14, um, passion fruit, mango puree, lime juice, delicious i've had that a number of times there um you leave mexico leave the pyramid turn left and head towards nine dragons where you're going to get sichuan dumplings which are their chicken dumplings with a side of um chili oil sauce they're they're very good that sounds good 
Uh, they're $13. And then you're going to stay kind of in the Asian theme. You're going to make a, make the turn and walk over to Japan where you're going to get your entree at Teppanado. And filet mignon is $36. Oh, you found the so cheapest steak! I got, I got a steak in there. So it's a six-ounce tenderloin, um, noodles, vegetables, white rice. They do it all there. And uh, a lot of times watch it being made. But um, filet mignon at Teppanado. And then for your dessert... Is that the hibachi side? Or yeah, is that... because it's Tokyo mm-hmm. Dining. Oh, see, that's nice. Yeah. So that'll, that'll also take a little bit of time. Yeah, a little entertainment there with that with value, yes. And then uh, finish off your meal at Chef's de France with a creme brulee for nine seventy five. Mm-hmm. Oh, they have a vanilla good. creme brulee wow. at Chef's de France. Really, really, you and Matt both coming in at like $72. I kept there. it. And I liked how you close. didn't have to like... Walk too far. It wasn't uh, like... Double back. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, I, I wanted to try yes, and keep yeah, it in order. Full, I like that. Yeah, full circle, keeping, keeping it moving. I like that a lot. Yeah, that sounds delicious. I'm very hungry. I was kind of I was kind of hesitant about the um the the only thing I'm a little hesitant about is the transition from margarita to dumpling, but I think that I, I would overcome. Oh, I think yeah. <laughs> I, I think you can make it work. Says to the man it, who I'm, the last time had a margarita was face down and uh <laughs> Uh, what Impressions was it? Impressions Just make sure you're drinking some water at uh, Night yeah. Dragons. Yeah, that's fair. All right, so Rob, where did you go? Okay, so Matt and I uh, will be uh, passing each other like two <laughs> ships in the night. <laughs> so I'm starting at the Dolphin at Blue Zoo oh. for my drink, and I'm getting the Burnt Orange. Mm-hmm. This is probably my favorite like mixed drink on property. Talk about a show. You got a little bit of a, yeah. some fanfare here. Yeah, so this is expensive. This is... And this is where I was like, ooh, I'm going to get them with the happy hour. Because I thought this was on their happy hour menu. <laughs> and it's not. It's $16. Ooh. Yeah. The most expensive drink thus far. Yeah. So it's tequila infused with brulee orange combined with agave, Grand Marnier, and orange juice topped with the flaming orange. Damn. It's so good. If you like orange and tequila, this is like, and I do. So this is really, really good. I did it as a topping it off like a long oh, time that, yeah. ago. My acid reflux is, is screaming <laughs> just thinking about it. Uh, it's so, yeah, and it is neat because they do light the orange on, on fire and it they serve it to you flaming. So it's like glazed it's, almost. Yes, like it, they, they so coat it in like yeah, sugary, almost candy yeah. um, candied sugar or like that thick yeah. cane sugar, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, the, it makes the orange delicious. You just eat the, the wedge of orange. Um, then I'm going to go over to Kimono's. Oh, wow. Yes. And I'm going to get the edamame. Well, one of our favorite appetizers. Yes, yes. yes. Um, $8. It's cheap. It's not... You could split it with people. You're not walking out... Like, you could eat the whole bowl yourself and still not yeah. feel like... Yeah, it's stuffed. Yeah. Um, so it's it's basic, but I just really like that, and it's only $8. Then I'm going to go over... I'm doing the whole Crescent Lake. So I'm going over to the Yachtsman. Mm-hmm. Signature dining, and I'm getting the beef short rib Wellington. I thought about that. Yeah, I, I in my yeah. If I had two more dollars, if I had an actually an extra dollar, I could have went with the 14 ounce roasted prime rib. Also thought about that, but I couldn't make it work, so I went with the short rib Wellington, forty-two dollars. Yeah. I I definitely I definitely toyed around with the Wellington and I was like you know what I'll just stay in Dolphin yeah. and Swan and I know I, I tried to do uh, I tried to do uh, Shula's 
Oh, it's so expensive. I was like, damn, I want to eat. But then I was like, damn, I want to eat a Chula's. Yeah. I had one iteration of this where I had a bottle of water and a Mickey <laughs> ice cream bar so that I could balance out my La Cellier steak. That's hilarious. <laughs> you just. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, Carry on. And then I am. Uh, Matt and I will meet for dessert. Oh, together well, we'll at uh, at Ample Hills. So and what are you getting? I am gonna get go-to? a small waffle cone for six ninety nine, and I'm gonna get coffee, toffee, coffee. Oh coffee yeah, coffee ice cream with good. homemade express in- espresso infused chocolate covered toffee pieces. Mm, that's really Delicious. good. That sounds better than the one I. Yeah. Oh wait, I realized I realized the one that I always get. I was like, I knew there's a cookie dough one in there. Baked, baked unbaked. unbaked. Yeah. It's vanilla ice cream with pieces of house-made chocolate chip cookies and brown butter cookie dough. That is banging. <laughs> There's every you can't go wrong with any of theirs. It's so no. good. And even the smaller, like for six nine, like you get they scoop it, it. it. It's insane. They like, scoop large. You could sh- you could share that for two people easily. Oh yeah. So and, a small yeah. waffle cone. You said. Yep. And it, so it came to, by my cap seventy three bucks seventy two ninety nine. Wow. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. yeah. I like everyone's. Yeah, I do too. I know. It's I, I really, made me really hungry. The only one... The only one I'm not... The Tepanito... I just feel like I could go to Hibachi here. That's my I one get thing. that. You know, like... Scott was trying to get a, a good steak. But I mean, right. Yeah, you, yeah. I didn't realize you could get, a, like, a filet there. So... I, I mean, think the, the alternative me, there would either be to go to um, Italy and go to... Um, Via Napoli. Via Napoli, or to go to uh, Morocco and do... Crap, I'm blanking. Uh, Spice Road. Spice Road Table. Yeah, yeah I was thinking about mm. doing that and getting the brie and apricot fondue there, because that is like probably my favorite appetizer on property. But that keeps you still on the same path that you could do either of those. Yeah. Sub it out. It was a fun. I, I enjoyed thinking about it and doing it. And I mean, next time we could do an all Disney Springs one, like her. Yeah, I know. I like. I mean, it, it's just that doing this exercise, just a testament to just how many great options <laughs> yeah. there are, and condensed in areas like that you can really pick and choose and bounce around within walking distance to so many great items. So if you didn't have a budget, would you? Have done the filet at La Cellier's. Yeah, like, I would that. probably have done that. I think I would have done the double butter poached lobster tails at Narcusi's. Yeah. They're that good. They're so good. Um, And I probably would have done... I probably would have replaced um, Blue Zoo with a Shula's uh, filet. Okay. You know what I was disappointed at? I, I really wanted to keep it within um, Dolphin and Swan. And I was kind of disappointed at the dessert options at all of the signature restaurants. They're just really um, run-of-the-mill. Like, I mean, I'm sure that the, the sorbet, the gelato, and the, you know, the, tiram, the uh, tiramisu at uh, Il Molino is great. But, like, you look at Shula's, it's like... Apple crisp, key lime pie, carrot cake. It's not like that, like, really, like, really good dessert options or anything that's, like, super exciting. So I was like, I, I gotta go with Ample Hills because... I did think the dessert was tough because there aren't that many places that I've actually had dessert. Normally I'm either too full or... Festival. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what I tried to... I tried to also get things that 
I've had. Mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't had that beef Wellington. It sounds good. I would order it, but like I've never had it before. I've had everything else, but at Luzu they do have a warm raspberry filled beignet, which sounds banging. But I trust. I, I trust the word of the day. <laughs> what banging is your word of the day? What you've said it a lot. Banging, <laughs> banging. <laughs> well, okay, so we're here at last call, aren't we? Yeah, I guess we are. If people want to give us their ideas, yeah, I mean, yeah, we would. Yeah, craft welcome, your own. Let us know. Them. And you, thank you for everybody who like made like your own grades. Like we got a lot of good feedback on the last episode. It was fun looking through them. Oh yeah. So, yeah, it was thanks good. for that. Yeah. We had some really in-depth ones on Facebook. Oh, yeah. Um, so, does anybody have any last call items? Rob, you had mentioned Yeah, I had, uh, like, two quick things. Sure. So, they announced the dates for uh, food and wine. It's running a record 87 days. <laughs> August 29th through November 23rd. That's the weekend wow. before Thanksgiving. That's wow. crazy. Yes. And then it picks right up with... Um, Festival of the holidays. holidays, November 29th to December 30th. <laughs> so there is no messing around at the festivals. So, uh, yep. And then the other one was Disney. We, we talk about this quite a bit is using uh, like an Amazon Prime Now service to get deliveries to the resort, like water, even beer, and, and different things you might need for your vacation. Disney's going to start charging $6 handling fee. If you get the delivery delivered to your room by Bell Services, so just keep that in mind. Um, you know, I'm thinking if you're staying at Coronado and you're Ugh. kind of far away from from the front, you know, maybe it's worth the six dollars. Um, I wonder how that works at Saratoga. Yeah, if like if you utilize the because golf it's so cards, far. Yeah. Like if if someone right. takes you in a golf cart, but you literally carry them yourselves, I wonder if they still charge the six dollars. That's where the line is drawn. If you carry it yourself, I bet it doesn't. Oh, maybe. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Gotta see these demarcation points. You know, just keep that in mind if you're, if you're, to me, you know, but if you're staying at like a deluxe where, you know. The lobby, like the boardwalk. Yeah. It's not the end of the world to go get it. Um, But yeah, that's, that's something that they're going to start putting in place. And that, and that's not a tip for the bell services. So if you use them. Like tip on top. Yeah. Yeah. just, yeah, the six dollars is that's just a, a service, service. and I understand it. I, I mean, so many people are doing this now. I, I get it. So, yeah, um, keep that in mind next time you're down there. All, All right. right, awesome. Well, does anybody else have any last call items? Did you see the new Coke uh, oh, bottles yeah. in Star Wars yeah. or for uh, Galaxy's Edge? No, they they're look like, like little... thermo- thermal detonators. Oh, cool! With Star Wars writing on it. Nice. Yeah, the language is pretty neat. Like, I mean, you could tell it's like Coke and Diet Coke. It's Coke, Diet Coke, Sprite, and Dasani. Yeah. yeah. But you could tell it's those, but it's also very unique. And It looks yeah. like the text that's inside of um, Star Wars, the the ride, where you can see on the big board. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the name tags. Yeah. Yeah, and the yeah. name tags. Yeah. Yeah. Star Tours is what Star you're Wars. looking for. Man, I'm having a tough time with names this morning. <laughs> Still early. Early. thing. Yeah. And we've been drinking. Yes, you're welcome. We've been drinking. All right. Anybody else have any other last call items? No. Okay. Well, that leaves us to one thing. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you for listening to WDW Happy Hour. 
Please like us on Facebook and feel free to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. If you enjoy the podcast, we encourage you to share by telling your friends and also writing a nice review on iTunes. Cheers. Cheers.